Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Mikey. This is a podcast about racing. Sometimes we talk about racing. And sometimes we don't. This is The Crossover. (laughs) No, that's fine. Welcome to The Crossover, everybody. So, real quick. It's better if you have your headphones on. Today's show brought to you by Jim's Outlaws. We have a new sponsor. We do. So, so let's run down the list. Jim's Outlaws. Jim's Outlaws, Northwest Figure Eight, uh, uh, the uh, Polk Brothers Racing, yep. and Loyalty Racing is our newest. Loyalty Racing is, Loyalty our, yep. racing is our newest. You're going to see our name down on the track. This yes. Time. You know what? I realized it's too loud. Okay. Turn it down just a little bit. Um, and then uh, the, 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 yeah, the roll one shot. Goes right in front of your mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I've been... Sorry then, for blowing out everybody's then speakers. The, the rule one shot provider moon drops the silver, mm-hmm. which is where we just came from. Nice. Yeah. Um, Explains why you're all in such a good mood. I didn't, I didn't drink a drop. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> so I have I cannot tell you how excited I've been for this show. Yeah. Because in this room are people that have known me continuously my entire life. And we're still here. And we're still here. That's right. So, so this is this is Frankie. He he was three do- grew up three doors down from me. Nice. And Go I thought you. Stretch, but I thought. I, well, that's the thing. Like I thought you were. If I had to bet, I thought you were like ten years older than me. But no, it's more than that. It's sixteen years because you just retired. Yes. And you're sixty. Okay, so you're sixty-two years old. But I feel like I'm sixty-two and a half. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and so he was. Like, he held me as a baby. He helped teach me how to ride a bike. Oh, that's what's like, up. Like, he literally... I him, but he hated I, bourbon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, when I say he was a neighbor, he was literally three doors down. Yes. And my mom and his mom were very, very close. And my... you Like, you were, like, right between, like, my mom's age and your mom's age. Like, you were... Uh, your mom had a, not that many years on me. I called oh. her my big sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Wonderful woman. And and it gives me an opportunity, and of course, Mailman Mike is here. I should have mentioned that. And this gives me a chance to talk about my favorite topic, which is me. Yeah, <laughs> this this show whole show is going to inflate your ego. Yeah, so so there's gonna. I mean, there's racing playing in the background because Frankie didn't really have a, uh, an idea of what like what. Happened oh yeah, this is this is uh, this is highlights. From have me. you shown him stuff from like the street stocks no, or this the? Is, we've watched ten minutes of this, and that's it. For me, a race is when I run out of alcohol. I race to the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, like we're from we're from the same neighborhood. So, I was I was talking about your old neighborhood today. So, um, my parents and I were talking about family members who yeah. used to grow up in in Cicero. Yeah, and I was like, hey, oh my god, you know Michael. And then we talked about where you went to high school. Yeah, where my aunt is buried. Like, or my right my my, my yeah, yeah, man Mike went to the same high school. Oh really? Yeah, that's where we met. That's what's up. So, so I and my parents didn't believe me at first. I'm like, no, 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 no. Look here, it's right there. And I yeah. showed them the photo yeah. of the map where it said, um, where it said where you went to high school, and then and then Mary Queen of Heaven, and then right next to that is Mount Carmel. But, um, but but I I was I was thinking about your well, old home. And it was the thing. If they bug you, you can take them off. No, yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, Sometimes they get a little itchy because it gets warm. But it was a, it, I mean, it was a it was a thing in high school to ditch class and go find Al Capone's grave because it's it was right across the right across the street. Yeah, and um, that yeah, like Frankie and I have, you know, he was you were one of the first people that ever gave me the idea that it was cool to like different genres and generations of music. Mm-hmm. Like you and I don't we've never really talked about this, but you as far as like musical interests and stuff like that, you played a huge part in my life. 
Um, I, I never. Well, I, like the first cassette tape I ever borrowed from somebody was one of yours. Which one was it? Um, see, I'm interested to see if you remember this or will admit that you owned it. Is it oh, Best of Bread? No. no. <laughs> I don't even hey, know what that and is. And as I get older, I can even deal with that. So, Maybe any guesses? You. Any guesses? It would have been like 83, 84. Maybe the Popo? No. Oh, the babies. No. Oh, the babies are great, dude. Sing queen. Yeah. <laughs> no. But so, but hold on. So the song you just sang, that was one of my first albums. It was an ABBA album. Um, no, it was Hall and Oates. Okay. And and it was hey. it was Private Eye. Guess what? What? Daryl Hall has still got a program. I it might have just recently been canceled. Yeah. But he was famous for his uh, bringing in. He had a uh, Daryl's house. I think it was called. If you look on YouTube, yeah, he's bringing in. Is that I like mean, Epstein Island? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no his wife was actually full blown adult. Oh, okay, got Sorry. it. <laughs> um, I like this guy already. Daryl Hall has a show, uh-huh. or at least he had a show. Yeah, I'm telling you, look up Daryl's house. Yeah, you, the people he brings in will blow you. Okay, away. all right, but yeah, the very first cassette tape I ever borrowed was from him. And it was <laughs> Private Eye by by Hall and Oates. I have to say, babies. Highly underrated I band. Know, yes. I don't know who it is. Hi- oh my god, dude! They're like, it's is like if you took band? Chicago uh-huh. and Sticks and migrated them into one band. That's yeah. exactly. The, I mean, it's so great. Okay. And they used. Um, they weren't just rock and roll. They were orchestral. Um, yes. And they're the one song that they're most known for, and it's totally skipping my fucking mind right now. But it was, it was, I mean, like, I got introduced that because I worked at one of the radio stations here that did, like, classic rock, classic rock. And one of the DJs was like, hey, you should listen to this band. And I go, who is it? And the baby's like, who the fuck is that? And then next thing I know, I'm listening to the only song that I still know, that I know by them. But their their music is, it's good. Okay. It's good. And if if you ever get a chance to kind of sit down, and if ever you're interested, you should. It's it's good stuff. Head first, isn't it time? Yeah, isn't it time is the one. Do, 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 do. Yes. Oh, dude. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. This musical break brought to you by Canned Heat. I mean, it's, it's, Yeah. But yeah, like even like when I was in high school and stuff, you were listening. You and I were talking about like Metallica and Pantera. Yes, and, yes. Ooh. and yeah, and I mean to this day, you know, there's 16 years between us. We still listen to the same metal bands. Like, and Dope, we'll, dude. we'll text each other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, get in the car, you got Gojira going. That's on. right. That's right. And not not only that, like he found out I was into Toad the Wet Sprocket and sent me a bunch of Glenn Phillips solo stuff. Like, oh my was, god, really? Oh, we've been doing this for years. Yeah, but absolutely... you sent me Soundgarden when I didn't even know they had. That's right. Song. That's right. Yeah, he. Yeah, uh, you you paid yourself twice. Over oh there. yeah, yeah. Because Soundgarden was amazing, dude. Um, yeah, and plus he's a musician. Like he like sit around the fire and play a guitar. Kind of really? Thing. All right. So point of order: Are we doing the real one shot or what? What's oh, I gotta that? go get something. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me go. Yeah. Michael, Are that mic has to be closer to your face, bud. No, he's fine. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's, he, it's him that's the issue. Oh, okay. Well, usually, as a singer, I've had sound people tell me I don't even have to mic you. Yeah, my voice is very. Very bluesy. I grew up on Motown. Oh, my God. You know, so, I mean, I would, oh, you know, it mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. And they would say, that was my best compliment, is that we don't even almost have to mic you. Yep. Because you're that, you know, your voice Yeah, is- dude. And then the thing is, like, you have to stay. So when you're singing, those of you who don't know, you have to stay further away from it. Yes. Because your whole voice has to fit into the microphone. And if you uh-huh. do it up close, you're going to blast the microphone away. 
Yes. And uh, I didn't, I haven't done really any singing. I was in choir. That's about it. Um, did a couple of tours with that, but nothing, nothing super serious, you know. Um, but wow. So you grew up in, so then you're familiar with Cicero too, then. I am indeed. Yeah. Uh, the, the only bars that were open as late as uh, a Stone Park was mm-hmm. Cicero. So, so we'd make our rounds. My grandmother, God rest her soul, she died when she was very young. She was in her 50s when she died. To me, that's very young, in my opinion. Um, uh, she did a show at, oh, and she was doing like big band swing uh-huh, yeah, yeah, type yeah. shit. And it was, oh God. And it was, it was, uh, now, now I forget. It's one of those, it's one of those old dance halls that are now like, uh, like a music venue in Cicero. It was well known. Across from the hockey rink by any chance, maybe on an angle? Shit, Maybe. Yeah, okay. If you give me if you give me the name of it, I will be able to identify it. I can't remember my name half the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and 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 thing is is that um I'm on I'm on some medication that it inspires forgetfulness. Yeah. And a little paranoia. Um but but Well, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> stop it. No, stop. Um <laughs> um but it's it's a really it was a formerly uh, like a dance hall that's now just a, a smaller music venue. And I've had friends say, yeah, I'm, I'm going up there to see this show or this show. And I'm like, holy fuck. You know, my, my grandmother sang there when she was 16. Um, and, like, what's really weird is that I don't – this is mostly about Michael. Michael's away right now. But, but I've only been to Cicero a handful of times. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to go and just kind of see what it's like because that's where my grandmother, her sister, my oh, grandfather – I'm, I'm a grandmother. Thank you. Originally, this yeah. is the new one? Yeah. Thank you. Man, I'm excited about this. Am I about ready to do a live taste test? Let's listen to the crack on this. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll have it. I'm a sweet guy. That is a unique flavor. You don't have to. You don't have to. Mm. Bring it. I'm going to have one with you guys. Then. That is a unique flavor. Right now, I'm drinking the Coca-Cola Move. A, a shooter with you guys. That reminds me of you are two of the favorite mics of my life. We're, of all the of all the guys I know, you're one of them. Uh-huh. Um, it's like <laughs> pumpkin, sp- something spicy, something not super spicy. No, 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 no. You're tasting. You're my tasting Hostess Snowball. A toast to evil. Oh, it's coconut is what I'm tasting. Yeah, you're tasting coconut. Oh my gosh. So we're not. Hey, full disclosure: this isn't a moondrop shot. Um, we've been drinking at moondrops all day. Nice. So. Oh yeah. Which it's flavors like- did he have? Uh, he would have to tell you. What didn't I have? I tested plus he bought the place out. Which... Plus they bought merch. Like they really. Oh yeah, their vodka was amazing. Okay, their moonshine was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm a bourbon fanatic. I mm-hmm. bought two of their bourbons. I drank their bourbons. Uh, probably have three or four of them. Whatever. They, yeah. But, but they uh, bought some stuff that they don't oh, keep yeah. on the counter. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I like the cast rings. I like high proof. Yeah. You like something that. Uh, Puts a little bit of hair on your peaches. Yes, yes. Yeah. Even my car only accepts 93 octaves. <laughs> I proved it to my friend Mike over here because it runs like crap. It's a big old car. Yeah, it's an old Cadillac. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it really? That's awesome. 
Wish I were kidding. So you said you had questions for the people in my life. Well, I was kidding. I, I was oh, I was going to try okay. and make you no, but like you know, my my first question is I've never like so so there are very few people in my life that I view as like people who weren't like I don't view them as children. I just view them as adults. Right, right. And right. you're one of those people. Oh yeah. Like when Michael was born, was was the facial hair already there? Like was Michael born the way he is? Like was he born at age whatever you know adult age? That's kind of how I feel. It's like, I don't think of Michael as a kid. You know? I know I mean, that sounds well, kind of weird. I mean, I definitely was one. Oh, I know. We all were. My wife is... Okay. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> well, no. And and the thing was is, you know, how did... The first question is how... Obviously, you and you've answered it. How did he positively impact your life? Oh, and yeah, for sure. That yeah. you already mentioned it. I mean... I think you babysat a couple times too, didn't you? Very likely. Just yeah. watch. You're probably why they're going. But then, but but the, yeah, but I, right around that time, you started dating and stuff too. So Matt actually did more. I think babysitting. Who's Matt? Something. Matt Marciano. Um, he was a, a neighbor. Got it. Matthew had a first with you. Did you say words or something? Because he even he taught came... me how to walk. Oh yeah, good God. All he right. taught me how to walk. The way I remember the story was you taught me how to ride a bike. Yeah. And Matthew taught me how to walk. Well, I'm kind of a mean-spirited guy, so I keep putting my foot underneath the pedal. Oh, look, he fell. Oh, no, push. Just push him. Oh, walk it off. Mikey, come on, bud. You can do it. But in all honesty, I was kind of a feral kid. Like, everyone on the block knew me. Yeah. You know, I would, would, and I I think, I I mean, I don't know. I don't remember back that far, but, you know, I I think, uh, you know, like my mom and my dad, like my dad and your dad were very, very close. Yes. They were yes. very close friends. They drank together. Yes. They gambled together. Yes. Um, they were, they, I would argue that my dad and your dad were closer than our moms were. Yes. Because they, yeah. I mean, they literally, they got into, oh, they no. got into trouble together. Back in the day. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and my dad spoke amazingly high about your father. I mean. And same adored, for your dad. Yes, yeah. Adored your father. Yeah. Every, um, and he, uh, Years later, they don't see each other. They're 300 miles away. Yeah. My dad. What did you hear about the fickle? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember the last time they were in the same room was we were out at Woodhaven, which is where we used to camp. Yes. And your parents lived like 40 minutes from there. They were in LaSalle. Yeah. And so I said, hey, do you want to go visit them? And and dad's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they sat there. They hadn't seen each other in a couple, maybe a decade and they sat there for hours and talked. Uh-huh. Oh my god! And man, your dad was a character. Not a single hug, though, right? Uh, no, I no. They shook hands. They shook hands, and then and what was, was funny is kind of... your your mom, who was a smoker her whole life, yeah, always smoked the same way. She would say she wasn't a smoker. I don't really smoke that much. And what she would do, and she did it the whole time I knew her. She would light a cigarette, take a couple puffs, put it out. And then a couple minutes later, relight that uh-huh. cigarette. And she did that all day long. Yes. Nonstop. It was the weirdest thing in the world. Guess what my mother died of? What? Emphysema. Okay. Smoke till the bitter end. Oh, yeah. She, she was on it. oxygen the last time I... And she yes, would, take, yes. would alternate between the oxygen and a cigarette. Yes. I wish I were... Oh, I well, wish, that's big baller, yes. dude. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. That's like... That's... That's old school. That's <laughs> like, yeah. that's... How old was she when she went? 87. Wow. My dad made 84. My dad made 90. That's right. They had that yeah. separation. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'll tell you what, man, your dad was a fucking character to the day he died. Well, I can't say that. The last time I saw him. Oh. He didn't have a serious bone in his body. We were still going to the bar until a year and a <laughs> yeah. half before he passed. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you a story if we if this is Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, on. go for it. Um, my father was getting a little old and sloppy, but he wanted to go to the bar with me. So yeah. I took him. We drank our whiskey. He never stopped drinking his wild No. He no. loved his wild, wild turkey. Wild turkey. Straight right. wild turkey. He's sitting at the bar, he's got fries and he spills ketchup on his lap and he's all embarrassed. So I because I'm like my father in a lot of ways, uh-huh. I said I tell the barmaid, "Oh no, no!" He said we we went to a strip club. It was not the right time. Oh my god! And he's like, "Oh no, no!" <laughs> <laughs> like I'm got a lap dance from the from the wrong, wrong lady. Yeah. Oh like, my hey, god. Yeah. Shut up! No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I would get him, and he still had that. I mean, oh me. yeah, yeah. He was. I mean, and he was in politics for a little while. Oh, a long, yeah, yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Oh. He was a trustee for the for the village. No shit. Yeah, we, we didn't have to worry about tickets. Oh my god, no kidding. There. Yeah, and I'll Thank tell you god. what, he was. In all honesty, he was the. He was, and when I say straight, he was the only kind of straight, honest one on that. And unfortunately, he was as straight as he could be. Yeah, there was always shady. Yeah, like he was straight. <laughs> was, was he straight edge? No, no, no. What I mean by that, no, no, no. no he drank every day. Um, he was the nicest guy in the mafia. Would be that's a way right. Of, I mean, I'm sorry. Right. That's a that's right. I've got a story for yeah, you he after, was, after. He this. was he was the most legit. Like you couldn't. What I would say is he couldn't be bought. Like he went along with everything. Sure, but you couldn't really. He didn't. He wasn't a guy that accepted Still any money or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the scruples you can have when you're working with with yeah. people who are. My grandfather was a minister. Oh my god. So, yeah, it was a contrast was a, that's that's a little I'm that's crazy signs on the, on the right. <laughs> but I nobody's mean, seen that part of the the village that we grew up in was notoriously crooked was notoriously corrupt oh yeah um it was <laughs> like uh, cicero yeah trust me trust me i i know yeah, that yeah cicero level you know ironically stone park cicero calumet city somehow some of those little we accidentally hit the car and then we got the insurance money yeah that spanned Calumet City, uh-huh. Cicero. Stone. I don't know how Calumet City got in a mix. But they were part, somehow they were part of that whole, there were insurance scams. That, I mean, you know, that car was perfect when we parked it here. I mean, maybe it was like, you ever uh, <clears throat> you ever watch a thunderstorm move toward toward a small town and then it like envelops the small town? It's probably like that's exactly how it happened, is that Calumet City just kind of got sucked into the... Well, into the to the storm. N- now that we're going there, I got a few years on, Mike. Do you know at the end of your Ellie? Was I'm not going to even begin to mention names. Yeah, but there was tow trucks and then the car. Oh yeah, cra- yeah, yeah. They crashed them at the end of your alley. Really? And that's the whole insurance scam was starting by your alley. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, that was at, um, by the creek. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to mention. I don't know names, that we should but... say that. They're actually still a pretty big business yeah, in I Chicago. Could t- I could tell you. That. Although I don't know. Make that a note here. Yeah, I, I don't tell you who the drivers. They were. might be. In all <laughs> honesty, well, here's the thing. Like, well, I don't know if I should say this. I'm going to bleep the name. So the reason that I know that story is because the guy that started that company, the owner, Uh mom used to witness the statements Uh as having seen the crashes. Oh, yeah. And she would get a piece of it. used to go to the grill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to clean up the the grill. The very first first towing contract that my parents' restaurant had was... It was because they knew the owner. Stop saying the name, please. And that they had helped him out. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Call our lawyers. They, we'll were, be done in a minute. they were the Pirates of Lincoln Park before the Pirates of Lincoln yes, Park yes. were a thing. Steve Goodman? Yeah, Steve yes, Goodman. Got, yep. God damn it. Yep. I'm a John Prine fan. No, Steve Goodman is a is a musician. Okay, you know all right, all right, all right, okay, okay, okay. And okay. He, did, he did a song called Pirates of Lincoln Park, which you should listen to. How okay. do you know that? You're young. What do you mean, how do I know that? Be, you know, actually, I'll tell you exactly how I know it is because of Dr. Demento, because of Barry. Uh, see, now I know that I know so, of his name. Yeah, so he hosted um, a radio show on the Loop. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. it was syndicated on the Loop. Um, hey, um, <laughs> hold on. This so this is Frankie's wife Elaine. Hi. Frankie's wife Elaine. Hello, Elaine. How are you? Oh, the air ride suspension. There was a woman driving. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> she took the key out, but key so. What was the name? Balancing. It was Lincoln Park Towing. Um, yes. They were they were notorious. No, no, you don't have to edit that out. Oh They're God. known for this. Oh, okay, it was that like they went they got put out of business because of it. Oh, really? Yeah, the one that you need to edit out is the is the initials that I I got it. Yeah. I got yeah. Those the, are that's on Link, my list. Lincoln Park you, you Towing Company would literally yeah, would literally <laughs> steal cars that weren't illegally parked <laughs> uh-huh. and claim that they were for the towing fees. Oh my and God! Steve Goodman did a song called "The Pirates of Lincoln Park." And wow. yeah, and they ended up, and there was another place in Schiller Park right across from, not Schiller Park, Melrose Park, right across from the old um, Goodyear store. Lighten Township. Um, you know, it was O'Hare Towing. I O'Hare Towing guys, did the yeah. exact same I thing. I all those guys, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, but yeah, the one that we mentioned is actually still, and I think they're pretty legit now. Yeah, yes, um, they are. Because I, I remember my, I remember my mom saying that there was, she was trying to get something fixed with them and the owner was like, yeah, we don't do that anymore because i think they started getting municipal contracts a lot of them had those, no choice they had to clean up yeah Finally. well and i think lincoln park towing kind of ruined it for everybody because they were they were fucking assassins I they, really? oh my god when you would go to winston park mall in melrose park they would literally have tow trucks circling like like yeah. vultures waiting for someone to pull up to the loading zone uh-huh. and if they got out of eye shot of that car within 30 seconds it was gone Oh, my God. So, uh, remembering your favorite ball club, uh, you probably don't remember the other Steve Goodman song that was one. Oh, yeah. The, 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 it was, um, what the hell was it called? The Dying Wish of a Cubs fan. Yeah, Dying Wish of a Cubs. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah. Dude, that was. Yeah, yeah. that was funny. That was funny. Um, but, yeah, the dude, it was, so when I say, and I've said this before, when I say I grew up on, in Chicago, dude. it's it's only partially true. I grew up <laughs> 25 blocks away from Chicago. I mean, if to you be look fair, up on the map, which is right there, the thumbtack is on the is on Stone Park, and the white part is Chicago. We were to I the mean, layman. If you walked over the the bridge that that straddled the UP yard, the railroad yard, uh-huh. you could see the skyline uh-huh. of Chicago, and it didn't even have to be a clear day. Now, fuck the the pollution is so bad you can barely see the skyline anymore. Yeah. But back then, I mean, it was so clear. It looked like it was right around the corner. To the layman, to those who don't live in Chicago, it's all Chicago. It's kind of all yeah. Chicago. <laughs> it's, it's all Chicago until you get past Elmhurst, DuPage would, County. Elmhurst, yep, yeah. yep, Elmhurst. I would say that if someone said, hey, can you point to the following uh, five and, like, remove all of the towns and little neighborhoods from mm-hmm. a map of Chicago, can you point to the five... Uh, five five of these different locations. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Right. Uh, or can no. you tell me what direction they're in? No. But can mean, you point to Chicago and then let's go over the whole yeah. thing? Like that's. Um, by the way, I remember the name of that that ballroom that my grandmother played at. That's now a uh, the Avalon. Oh, the Avalon is oh. yeah. And now it's a music venue, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I, it's not still there. Right. But it was. Are you sure you're not really, thinking really of the long. Aragon? No, no, no. The Aragon. Yeah, the Aragon. It's the Aragon. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking Cicero. Everybody knows the Aragon. I mean, everybody yeah, in yeah. my Air, Yeah. So the Aragon was notorious for being kind of a bloody venue. Aragon they called it, Brawl Room. They used to call yes, it the Aragon yes. Brawl Room. Yes. So, well, she did it back in like. Like big band, like forties oh, yeah. and thirties yep. and four. Wow. Because that's when that's when the that's when it opened, and then literally less than five minutes walk was the Riv, which was a which is slightly smaller. It's Riviera, right? Yeah, the Riviera. Yes, yes. Um, also, excellent venue to see. I've been to all of them. Yeah, yeah. I like the Riv a lot better, but but they the the the, the, the brawl room got a lot. better. Aragon. Well, the Aragon brought better bands. Like the first time I saw Pantera, I saw them at, at the Aragon. Park West. I never saw a show at Park West. John Paul Jones. Oh wow! Solo tour. I liked it better than Plant and Page, and it was Plant and Page wasn't that good. Having drinks, yeah, and what that's. I'll tell you what. I preferred I preferred Coverdale Page to the stuff that Plant and Page did. Okay, I got it, and I like it. Yeah, I just, I yeah, at that point, I a little overdone, a little dramatic. I did like bringing in the instrumentalist from uh, was uh, Afghanistan or I don't remember. Regardless, yeah, because that's ninety two, ninety one, ninety two, and I seen them all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, (laughs) that's Frankie. That's a relationship that I have with Frankie. That's uh, cool, man. The um and the you know the block that we grew up. It's on nice, by the way. It's nice to have another Chicago in here in the here in the studio. Yeah. Uh, would you cut Michael? Do you consider yourself a Chicagoan? I do not. Okay. Yeah. He's in. Were, well, he's, he was in a town called Hillside. Oh, uh, okay. Um, which, not much further, but I mean, as far as like culture goes, kind of miles away. <laughs> Like, you know, my, you couldn't stand in front of my house. And I've said this a million times. You couldn't stand in front of my house and convince yourself you weren't in a Chicago neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It looked like it. Yes. Um, whereas in Hillside, it was old trees and bigger houses. Well, so so the city of Hillside was built by GIs returning home from World War II. Okay. <laughs> so you had, like, these cookie-cutter houses similar to Stone Park. But in Stone Park, they were... Traditional, they were like you'd see in a Chicago neighborhood. Whereas in... And I think the lots in Hillside were bigger. They uh, were deeper. Oh, oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, 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 there were more yards to them. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Hill, like Hillside, where I grew up, was known for the cemeteries. Yeah. So, all, like, all the landed Catholics were oh, buried at, like, including your aunt, I think. Um, like, we're, we're buried at Mount Carmel or Queen of Heavens. Right. That's where Colonel Bernardini were, was, was buried the whole bit. So, like, we were kind of like, we were kind of like the outpost. You know, that's where, like, the Catholics came to die. Like, like uh, I would say Hillside was the beginning of the suburbs because Bellwood was definitely not really Bellwood was Chicago to me. I mean, okay. I, I, and I grew up in Chicago. Originally I was a Chicagoan before my folks uh, bought a house in Stone Park. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, so you mentioned, so, so Cicero is known as a neighborhood where the mafia kind of did whatever the fuck they yes. wanted to do. Um, my, I'm convinced that my great-grandfather was in it. Okay. And I've told this story before, and people who are listening have heard this a million times, but um, the reason I think that is because there is a clock. There's two reasons. I'm telling, I'm telling him the, the story that I told about how I think my, great, my great-granddad was in the mafia. Okay. So, so we had this old clock, and it's, it's like a, a clock that someone who... Because we, we weren't, like, our family wasn't of means at all. Uh-huh. We were immigrants from, 
we're immigrants from Czechoslovakia at the time, Czechoslovakia, now Slovakia, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but my great grandfather didn't have a lot of money. So, um, my grandfather remembers telling a story about one day he's walking home with his, with his dad's bowling ball, which is what kids did back in the 20, in the thirties, bringing the bowling ball home. Uh-huh. And this green, really fancy green car pulls up next to him. Window rolls down. And says the finger comes out and says, come here, walks up to the car. Who's in the car? Al Capone. Al Capone gives him a letter, says, mail this for me. And then come back. Does it, comes back, gives him $5, which back in those days was 50 bucks, effectively. Um, and, and then drove off. And he went home and told <laughs> grandfather about it. And grandfather asked him for the $5. Because that's, he was kind of an asshole. Um... And I'm a firm believer that granddad was because because he got the clock, and there was a story my great grand my, my grandfather told me uh, where he was um, on a boat on a very fancy boat with people uh, who uh, he he wouldn't tell me who but he said one of them they they were in the mob I guess mm-hmm. um, and in my opinion you can send a message to somebody two ways. If somebody fucks up, you can either say, I'm going to beat the crap out of you, or you can find their child, give them an envelope, have them mail it, because you know that kid's going to come back to dad mm-hmm. and say, guess who I saw? Because that says, hey, I know who your family is. I know who your kids are. I know. And that, to me, would be way more scarier than someone saying, hey, I want to beat the shit out of you. What does that have to do with the clock? Anyway. We don't have time. <laughs> clock. Get it? Started. So... So we had this clock, uh-huh. and Grandpa said that that clock showed up. It just showed up one day. And I'm pretty sure that my great-grandfather was doing some favors, helping out, I'm air quoting, and one of the things that he got for, his, for, for doing what he did was that fancy clock. And it was, it was the fanciest thing they ever owned. Um, and it's just, I don't know. That's just my belief that he worked for the mob. The end. I don't have anything to say. I've heard the story before. Uh, You know other things that I don't know how deep my father got. I know you're. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I mean, you can tell. I mean, there's a movie. He's long since gone. And yes. Yep. There's a movie called Casino. Yeah. Years and years ago, my father and I sat at a, a table and he showed me a Sun Times article. He says. This is Tony Spilatro. He was yeah. a mean son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And he says, brother's Michael. He said, my, my father was friends with a Vic Spilatro. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a dentist. Okay. Supposedly, you know, that's, you know, uh, not for nothing. But my dad said, I grew up with him. This, these are my friends. Said, Tony was a mean son of a bitch. Michael, not so much. Wow. That was his brother. This wow. casino. You're talking casino. Right. Before it was, it was the Joe Pesci character. Yes. Oh my God. And, and, that was that was yeah, that was the Spalatro brothers. Amazingly enough, the one thing I remembered, he said, My father said he's a little flamboyant and it's gonna get him in trouble. I'll be goddamn sorry, and I'm a, I go to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then came the movie Casino twenty years later, which yeah, sure. basically telling you, you know, you should don't 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 drive a Cadillac in a ghetto. Right, you're going to be caught up. <laughs> yeah, in other words, and and he was too flamboyant. Wow, and, and I believe that's what got him killed. Yeah, 
And my my dad literally grew up. In, it's the Grand and Austin Dagos, okay, Chicago Grand yeah. and Austin Dagos, okay. That's, you know, I, I'm Italian, so I can say it like right, that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, that was the story that this is what he told me. Wow. Looking at a son, they were they were literally going through the possible yeah. leaders of the mob. Yeah, and my dad, my dad's like, that's my. I grew up with him. That's my friend. Yeah, and then and he went on to tell me the story. I I just think he's a little. You know, he was like he was like four feet tall. Yeah, but he was the meanest sob you'd ever mm-hmm. met. They wow, said he would bite people's ankles. Yeah, when they were growing up, they on called him fight. the ant. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and they uh, they beat him to death, and him and his brother. In a basement in Bensonville. Thank you. And then buried them in a yes. cornfield in Indiana. People still, people are still thinking he was, uh, he was. Yeah, they didn't do that in like the cornfield. No, no. They he beat was, him to death yes. in a basement in Bensonville. Do you know that me and Mike had that conversation on the oh, way here today right? for whatever reason? Yeah. I said he was not beaten. It, he no, was beaten that's just the way it's showing the movie. He was dead yes. when they got there. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um. But however, they, they, they think that he was probably just barely but probably still alive when yes. they buried him. Yes, worst possible scenario. Um, no. Because yes, yeah. because they found dirt in his lungs. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Hey, you play the game. And, and I mean, I, yeah, no shit, but like, yeah. holy fuck. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, Casino takes some liberties, but yeah, it was. Right. And the thing is, that was, was close between Stone Park and Melrose Park. Those guys were always around. I mean, it yeah. was, uh, to this day, and I don't know how much I should say, but to this day, there is still an Italian mayor of Stone Park. Yeah. Italians haven't lived there in two decades. So uh-huh. you got to wonder. It is more than 50% Hispanic. But the feast no was so shit. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. What did you, you say? The feast was so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, and I, you know, and that'll tell you everything that you need to know. Holy you know, it's fuck, not like dude. the mob is dead in Chicago. They're no. just they are just way less more aggressive about what uh, they do. Sometimes you forget. You say Stone Park, Cicero. You know, but, yeah, oh, yeah, Melrose Carlos, Park. What thinking about, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, you know, dude. back then, and like you know, my you know, dad, my dad ran numbers when he was a kid. Yeah, because that. Do you know what the numbers game is? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so my dad ran numbers when he was a kid, and then my father's only arrest in his entire life was for running a gambling establishment, <laughs> uh-huh. and. This is no lie. What that meant was, uh, I don't know if the people are going to understand this. Do you know what the machines are? The so e- explain the machines. Okay, to me. so not the political machine. This yeah. Time. So so <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, they were poker machines, and it was almost like slot machines. Mm-hmm. Before okay. that, it was pinball machines that would pay out if you hit a jackpot. Okay. So my dad paid out a jackpot to an undercover cop on a pinball machine. Oh, no. So he got busted for, and this is this is actually the best part of the story. When we went to sign, to fill out the paperwork for him to get his citizenship, the, and I may have told this story when I told the story of my you dad. You didn't. You didn't. Um, it asks, have you ever been arrested? It doesn't ask if you've ever been convicted of a crime. Have you ever been arrested? And, uh, and he was like, well, I was arrested in 1963. And I said, where? And he said, in Cook County. And I said, oh, tell me the story. <laughs> and, he, and he tells me the story. I'm like, and we're in a federal building. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that's going to come up. There's no way. There's no way. Just there's shut no up. Way. Don't say so it. So I said, say no. And he was like, all right, all right. And he turns in the paperwork and he waits. And then he gets called back for his interview. For his, for his uh, and, uh, and he comes back out 15 minutes later white as a sheet. 
Oh no! And I said, "What's going on?" He was like, "They they found the nineteen. I think it was nineteen sixty three. Nineteen sixty three. He was eighteen years old. He he said he he literally sat down with the agent. Um, and he said, uh, so it says here on your paperwork you've never been arrested. And my dad was like, yep. And he and he pulled out a piece of paper. He was like, all right, well, well what about this? And it was his re- arrest report. Wow. When he was eighteen years old. And uh, and he and my dad very very smartly and he's passed now so you know it's not like he can get in trouble he was like oh my god I completely forgot about that because I thought they threw it out mm-hmm. and he said okay so you need to I need you to go back out into the office and I need you to write an explanation of what happened and then we'll then we will consider that and then we'll make a determination so we he and I said okay well fuck tell me the story because his handwriting wasn't very good sure so I wrote it for him and he said. He was working, and this is true, he was working at a short-order cook, which is how he spent most of his teens, Mm -hmm. and it was his job to pay out the machine if someone hit a jackpot. Right. It was illegal, but it was part of his job. And this is with the pinball. It was pinball at the time. Right. And When he owned owned his own restaurant for the first couple years, it was pinball, and then after that, it was poker machine. So there's a lot of people that don't realize, just real quick, a lot of people don't realize that pinball was started as a device for gambling. Correct. Um, there's a lot of people who are listening that don't, that, that don't realize that yeah, I love right. pinball machines. And right. when I found that out, I was like, yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess that wasn't in Tommy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, he literally wrote out an explanation that said, you know, I was working at a short as a short order cook. Yeah. I did not know it was illegal. I was trained that when this happened, I pay it out. Yep. And as soon as, you know, they, as soon as, uh, you know, I paid my fine or whatever, and he said, I, he, and said, I said, did you quit the job? And he said, no. And I said, all right, well, we're telling them you quit the job. Yes. <laughs> the, That's correct. And, uh, yeah, they had, he got sworn in as a citizen later. That is, wow. because, I mean, you know, now I mean, it's the future. Point, we know he did, is, you know. The thing is, it had been 50 years, and he right. had never gotten in trouble since. And he was a kid. And back in the day, like, if you worked at one of those, if you were working behind the counter and one of the machines hit, you had to pay him off. You had to. Uh and then, yeah, so, but, I mean, the, that was that was literally, the machines were a thing until they passed legalized gambling in Illinois. Do you know what year they did that? <sighs> it was that long ago. It was not, not long ago at all. Oh, it was after 9-11. No, not long ago. Yeah. As in, like, it was, like, five, six years. Yeah. Because, like, I, I mean, I've not seen, I've only seen, because I, when I travel to Macomb, I always stop in, like, Havana or something like that. Yeah. They have, like, a small casino in the back yeah, of the gas so station. That, that, so here's the thing. That has always been there, but it's legal now. Word, okay. They don't have to hide it anymore. I was saying, it's all, like, it's behind, like, a black-colored door, and yeah. you open it up. Well, that's and because you have to be 21 to go in. And they're not allowed to advertise West. it. Make them. West, West Illinois. Okay, uh, Peoria area, not too... Not yeah, yeah, about okay, 45 minutes west of Peoria. Okay, there you go. <clears throat> um... And so it's about like five hours yep. from here. And they and they what they would do is they would go to a business owner and say, mm-hmm. uh, "We're going to put these machines in." Yep. The owners of the establishment got a cut of it. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do, and I mean, the what the former mayor of Stone Park ultimately got convicted on was accepting bribes for allowing them in the businesses. God, I love Chicago. This was... It was Bob Natale. Okay, I'm very familiar. Yeah, everybody knew Bob. He lived a block away from us. He grew up with my father. Oh, is that right? Um, but, yeah, he 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 took... It was a, a, a monthly $1,000 bribe <laughs> to have the police force overlook the fact that these machines were in mm-hmm. the business. Oh, of course. Um, and as long as they were in a corner somewhere where you couldn't see it from the front door. Right. You didn't let kids play. Right, like away from children. Yeah, yep. yep. 
every and I'm telling you every establishment except for like your like you know it wasn't in the grocery stores but every yeah. bar every greasy spoon on a corner I mean uh-huh. the, some of the auto shops had them really oh wherever yeah oh, wherever you could put one the local moose lodge had rows of them oh I don't doubt it I love the moose. I mean, I would think that all private clubs would be that way, would have. And I want to say that they were, there was a small exemption carved into the law for private clubs mm-hmm. where it wasn't legal, but everybody kind of looked the other way. Like, even yeah. after they had gotten them out of the restaurants and shit like mm-hmm. that. But I'm telling you, the Pizza Hut in Melrose on Mannheim had them. Oh, at a Pizza Hut? Yeah. Our, and the, and uh, like the steak and egg are right next door had three or four. Like every, yeah. again, every business. For, for a little bit of perspective, uh, our Pizza Hut had uh, a pole position. Okay. Uh, as, <laughs> yeah, a, li- a little bit different. As, <laughs> as entertainment. But I mean, the first, time, the first time I ever won money gambling, I was, fuck, I was, I was 10 years old when the restaurant closed. So wow. I was probably eight years old, and I won it on a poker machine in my parents' restaurant. Really? Wow. On an illegal poster, poker. I turned 50. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just hitting buttons, yeah. and I was pouring coffee for my for my family. Sure. I took a 50-cent tip, put it in the machine, and next thing I know, my dad was like, shut it down, shut it down, because there's a little kid playing. Oh. And the, one of the waitresses working was like, you just won 35 bucks. I'm like, whoa, shit. You couldn't tell me shit. I was rich. That's right. At that age, you are. Yeah. You are fucking rich at that age. Ten bucks? Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, not for nothing, but Bob Natale was my Little League coach. Before yeah. Bob Natale was Bob Natale in Stone Park? Yeah. What was, was your... Of the Stone Park Braves. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I was the Reds. I was on yeah. the Reds. I was on the Redbirds. Okay. Which I guess is a, a, another name for Cardinals. Fair. Yes. I just, that's what I assume it's called. We were the yeah. Fall Creek Redbirds. And, and, I mean, and on top of that, in all honesty, that you didn't have to pay the mayor off to corrupt the cops. All the cops were on the table, too. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, our cops, I'm sure you know this because you were a teenager, our cops were, oh, man, should I say this or not? I'm thinking about it. Our cops They're were paid gone. killers for for other town's cops. <gasps> That's my fake gasp. What was the what was the name of the guy that got killed? Tommy, Tommy, my, Tommy Mock. He the the stable, the stable. So there they was tried, a bar owner. They tried to kill him twice. Shut yeah, up. They, yeah, they got him eventually. I'll tell you about the first. And it was, it was it was it was Farrah Fawcett that did it, right? What was her name? Farrah Fawcett oh, killed him. So there, no, no. So there oh. was what the hell was her oh, name? She's God dead now. I, I got to be careful here, but it was that was Tommy Tucker's girlfriend yeah but she's gone she passed yeah they i'm sure tommy did too okay keith i hung around with his son okay um the first there one, was a there was a female officer where yes, we grew up that they looked call, exa- was, they called her farrah because she looked exactly yeah. like farrah really yeah. but remember the first time they tried to get tommy he took five bullets on Mannheim road and in front of his club traffic, coming from home yeah Mox, yeah that time it was mox fun casino okay first time because he didn't want to yeah, club, yep, that's right, will, that's right. But when they got him, he was in his driveway. Five bullets. I'm picking up what he's putting down. white interior, the whole thing was drowned in blood. Yeah. He Shit. survived. Yeah. Then it was like years later, coming home on 39th yeah. Street, be, be, this side of the creek off of Lake Street. Yep. yep. They hit him from every angle. Yeah. Was, there's no, in his driveway. There's no in other way. He didn't even make, he didn't even, I mean, he, oh, yeah. he might have pulled in, yeah. and that was it. Mob never, style, never man. Never saw coming. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's, I'm still that's the neighborhood I grew up in. That, but I, look, 
uh, Jay Levine called the house. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. folks' house. Remember this? Yes, wife, yes. I, I'm allowed to swear? Yeah. Fuck All yeah. Right, so Jay Levine calls my house to talk to my father. And my wife answers. We'll the tell everyone who Jay, Jay so, Levine is. True, uh, Jay Levine was ABC. Yeah. News guy. Yeah. Channel Seven. Yeah. After the story, and wanted to talk to my father. My wife answers. Fuck you, Frank. Stop joking with me. I'm like, no, babe. You literally talked. You don't know what's going on here. I'm yeah. trying to tell her. Yeah. It, it wasn't me goofing off because I'll call her whatever you know. I'm yeah. Like, you know, hello. This is Donovan. You know. I, yeah. I, no, it doesn't. No, and, and he called the house. My wife's like, "Fuck you, Frank! Stop messing around." I'm- because back then it was nothing to just look up. Okay, well, who's in the local yes, government? Yes, and then look in the white pages for those names uh-huh. and just call them. Shut up! Yeah. Yes. Wow. And and I'm I'm till this day we still communicate with his son. Oh, I didn't know. My that. wife does. Okay, I feel. Oh no 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 no! I mean, he knows. I mean, he He's knows what stupid. happened. Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He was a big old country boy, and the country boys, there was always a little clash there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but... but because the, the town was established by immigrants, first of all, Eastern yeah, European right. immigrants, but right. then it was overrun by Southerners leaving Tennessee. <laughs> Kentucky, so the, Tennessee. Kentucky and Tennessee, like Big Joe Eads, yeah, the bar owner. May I? Yeah. I, through my bluegrass experience, any every Daigle knows about bluegrass. Sorry, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you had Eastern Kentucky, Western Kentucky, Tennessee... They would go to international. They would go to the steelworks, depending on where you live. Sure. They would be at Gary. Yeah, yeah. International Harvester in, in Merrill's Park took the western Tennessee, the western Kentucky people. I mean, they were, they, they were starving. Or you had eastern Kentucky. They would go to the steel mills in Gary. So, crazy story. And don't ask me how uh, your, your, your ghetto dago can get into bluegrass. But Bill Monroe's biggest crowds were in Gary, Indiana. Because oh, really? all of those good old boys that came to work in the steel mills, I mean, bluegrass was a thing. The first bluegrass album ever recorded was in Chicago. True story. Really? Yes, because that's where they all went. And they had the money. They had the money to go see the shows. You're working at, you should have heard this. This was interesting. Okay. I, I mean, the, the bluegrass, the first recording I was telling him was from Chicago. The first recording was Bill Monroe. They were going to Gary. They were going to East Chicago. They were going out our way because that's where all the country boys were. And now they had money. You know, that's why they went there. They were starving. (sighs) Typical Daigle, bluegrass. I mean, the the only uh, Bill Monroe stuff I know is down south in Brown County. But that's... Yes. But now we know... Have you you been down there? I have a recording of what they call the Blueberry Blueberry Blossom Festival. Yeah. It is from Brown County. No way. Yes. I have an old record. I think it was like 1970-something. I'm a collector of music. Sure, sure. And uh, that that makes me want to, one day I will make my way down there. I've been I'll tell you something. It's um it's an interesting. Have you been down to Tennessee? You've been down to Tennessee, haven't oh, you? Yeah, well, yeah. So a, we were just talking about that. So it's like it's basically it's a it's a much more scaled down version of Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee, because yeah. the hills start to roll and yes, yes, yes. But there's a lot of you know there's a lot of shops and there's a lot of candy places and that's that's about it. But it's a cool little area, man. Yes. It's I cool. understand it's very beautiful, and I, I the only thing I know about it is that stupid blue blue yeah. blossom. And festival. believe it or not, is it bean blossom? Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. I, there was some blossom going on there. I, so that's actually where that camp, that, that venue is located in Bean Blossom. And okay. about, I want to say almost a decade and a half ago, it burned down. Oh, I didn't know that. And then, But they rebuilt it. 
Okay. You know, so it's it's still a it's still a campground. Now I could be wrong, and I'm sure there's somebody that's going to correct me, and that's fine. But it's it's a campground. All right. And so they do live shows there. They do they, they you know there there's camping. So it and still exists. Festival still yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but Brown County recently got its own big music venue, so it doesn't right. it doesn't really have to worry about doing stuff over at the Bill Monroe Campground anymore. Um, wow, that is wild. And that I, is just fucking wild, dude. I used to drive all the way to Merle Fest almost 10 years in a row with my wife to go see the Merle Fest in North Carolina, Wilkesboro. Yeah. Because I, I'm a fan of not so much traditional bluegrass, yeah. but acoustic music. Was that like 11 hours for you? 13. No. Yes. And I, made it, I made it faster. One time I went through Indiana, gassed up, and kept flying. I made it home <laughs> in one day. Uh, Doc Watson, wow. amazing okay. guitar player. Okay. But I love my acoustic music. So it was, it's, yes, it's bluegrass, but it's been advanced. It's like saying jazz, the jazz fusion or whatever, how you want to word that. I mean, it, again, I'm getting way out of the, the, the end of the music thing. And we Sure. Yeah. I, I, so where are we at time-wise? I mean, we can, we can do a new sh- another show. We're at 45. All right, let's keep rolling. Um, Michael, you preached this morning. I did indeed. You want another shot? Amazing job. Where did you, where'd you preach at? At the First yeah, Congregational Church of Marseille. What was the, uh, don't forget to take your headphones off or else you'll drag everything with you. <laughs> um, what did you preach on today? Um, the importance of taking everything in context, not just uh-huh. take the sentence you want to hear. Right. Take everything around it. Okay. So. What? No, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, I'm okay. I'm good. Thank you. So the whole world knows John 3.16, for God so loved the world. Right. Sure. Right. Son. Right. Who knows John 3.18? Whoever does not believe is condemned already. Right. And so I, th- I. I hammered home that uh, we have to take little snippets in the in the environment in which they're placed, mm-hmm. and so uh, you guys have probably heard "Judge not, lest ye be judged." Right, that's yeah. Matthew seven. But elsewhere it says, "Don't throw what's holy before dogs. Don't throw your pearls to pigs." Pearls to swine, well, yeah. how do, how do you know what a dog or a pig is? You have to pay some attention. Yeah. So, so the whole point of the whole point the of whole Matthew point seven of, yeah, is, is discernment. Discernment yeah. and also be. Primarily concerned with your own sin, not the sin of others. Well, that's also, I believe, the origination of the the plank in your eye pointing out the splinter to somebody else. Very, very close, indeed. Yeah. That's exactly right. We all got logs in our eyes and worry about worry about our logs. Yeah. But if someone points out our logs, we shouldn't say, "I have no log." Right. No, I got a log. Right. Like, like, yeah. Cool. I'll worry about this. You worry about your log. Right. 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 Not uh, not focusing on your spec there. But yeah, that's what I was doing this morning, and uh, went exceedingly well. And then we got in the car and headed this way. It was great. It what, is great. I'm, what was the genesis for you guys wanting to come out? Uh, well, down, over, 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 over and down. A well, little you know, bit. O- over, over and south. Well, you know, as you know, my Sundays have become very obligated. Right. However, when I preach at the congregational church, I'm done by ten thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. which then opens up the rest of Sunday. Right. And as you know, being a federal employee, yeah, I tend to be able to get Mondays off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was perfect. So since you have sunk deeper into the chair, can you just pull it down? No, no, you don't have to lean up. There you go. Perfect. I most certainly can. Um, Good catch. Yeah. Nicely done. Uh, I would have noticed that if I had my headphones on. Just, I'm sorry. I just lost the, the next question. Well, I, so when uh, when last we left you, yeah. I had found that a Sunday Monday was a perfect time to come down. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right. And you'll be, um, and you put in the time for the three hours, so you're coming to the three hour. I shall indeed. Um we need to get Frankie out there too. 
yeah. just so that he can experience it. But I, I don't I know agree. that three hours should be his first race. If, so if if his first it's race a lot is to the, take, for, it's also setting the bar way too high. Yeah, you know, like I don't. I invited a friend, but to also the, if he hates it, it's kind of like okay, well, we're here for three hours, so. So the best thing to do is to send him video of what he can expect at a regular race yeah. versus what he can expect at a three hour. Yeah. And say, here's the deal. And then send him a video of like the juniors, the adults, yeah. the factory fronts, the legends, all that shit. Yeah. He goes, you'll definitely get juniors and adults. And then one of these two. Right. And then, or sometimes both. Yeah. Or one of these three or sometimes two. And then you'll get the big boys. Got it. Got it. Oh, I guess yeah, one of these four. Point. That's a good point. So as long as if he's cool with all of that, yeah. there's no reason why he wouldn't go to a regular race. Yeah. The the and one I, thing and especially now that he's retired, he's got the one thing that I don't want to do is overwhelm him with a lot of information and then be like, Okay, let's go. And yeah. then like he'd be like, This is fucking stupid. And yeah. <laughs> like we never see him again. What was it you and I were just arguing about? Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, never mind. Hey, it must not have been that good. Yeah, it could have been, couldn't have been. Yeah. How you been, Mike? I've been phenomenal. Good. I'm always seeing your positive posts, and it always makes me feel good. Hey, you've got a fan, by the way. You do. Flagman Phil. Yeah, I told Flag him. Flagman Phil! Yeah. Hi, Phil. Shout out to Phil. Bing. <laughs> Hi, Phil. Oh, yeah, we don't. We don't I, we're, I don't we know don't where the, whatever. Whatever happened it's to Seamus? It's upstairs. It's in my room. It's, we had it, to take it away it's from in the you. the original studio. The sex dungeon. Yeah. Now we're now we're here at uh, Studio B. Studio yeah. South. Okay. Studio. Crossover, this. <laughs> crossover South with Josh and Mikey. But yeah, well well, I thank you to Flagman Phil. I uh I Yeah, love, it was it was really interesting here. when he's like he's like, Yeah, some of my favorite shows are with uh with Mike. And I go, Oh did, shit. Did you see you know you obviously know who Russell Brand is. I did. Did you see him dismantle that MSNBC report? Oh my god! Um, I did. I did not. But it strikes oh. me as something that could be easily done. Oh, and it was another. It was one of those circumstances where you know he he like because Russell Brand gives zero fucks. I love the like. I, it's ironic to me that we are now getting our news from like Joe Rogan and Russell Brand. Sure, sure. But but whatever. Uh, you know, or the fact that I would even agree with anything Russell, Russell Brand, Brand said. Russell Brand, uh, and he was on Real Time with Bill Maher. Um, he compared. Um, he he was like, you can't point out that, and I'm going to paraphrase because he's much more eloquent than I am. You you know you can't call out, you can't castigate Fox News for what they do, and not also call out MSNBC and CNN. It's all part of the same grift. And there was a there was a host from MSNBC on the same panel, and he and he did what they that type of person does. He said, name me one time someone on my channel has said something they knew to be false and said it anyway and then did exactly what those people do. As soon as Russell Brand started giving him an example, he started shouting over Russell Brand because that's all he knows how to do. And I would play the clip, but I'm pretty sure it'll get us take it'll get it'll get us taken down. Well, yeah, like, it probably will. Well, so so the, the and the, the the example he gave was you repeated the bullshit that Joe Rogan was taking horse medication when it was when you knew that was untrue. Gotta kick, hold on, got to get the cat out. Yeah. You got to get the cat out. Go yeah, ahead, you know, sit down, like so sit down so I don't I I don't watch <laughs> like secondary news sources anymore. Uh 
all I have to do is go on social media and to find out how people are filtering their inputs. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, this person is from the political left. They're they're saying this. This person's political right. They're saying this. Right. Do they agree on anything at all? Are there any facts of the matter of which they would concur? Okay, cool. I can probably believe that. Other than that, I'm of the belief that anymore it's all a propaganda machine and people are just spitting back what they take in. And I I believe very, very little of what corporate media says, whatever their hap, hap, whatever their, whatever their bias happens to be. And I'll tell you why. They have to sell commercials. They have to sell advertisements. They're not after the truth. They're after their bottom line and making it bigger and bigger and bigger. I don't think for a second, like, so, you know, there's all this d- debate about woke corporations. You know why corporations have gone woke? Because it makes them money. The moment it stops making them money is the moment they stop being that way. Yes. That that is that that is the long and the short of it. Like the if the smart money is on X, they're going to go X. If it's on Y, they're going to go Y. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about how woke corporations are bullshit. But but also that they're All acting. But 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 the thing is, they're acting in their self interest. They're acting in their self interest. They they have to. Well well yes that, that, well no ex- exactly so Josh I don't so my my thing is is that if you want things to change you have to force that change so I'll, 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 give, I'll give you an example a friend of mine was raising money for a uh, for a charity and it's a charity that I liked I was about 60 40 in so I was gonna like toss him 25 bucks or whatever I then go to the um, you know profile of the giver and it said male female non-binary yep. yeah and you know what no you ain't getting it yeah you ain't non-binary my 25 bucks will go elsewhere because well I, and the, and you've got some that are trying to push out and play both sides of the fence by putting other and it's like no 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 because there's not there, there's not and and I get so we're talking about biology. You can, I will, I will never begrudge anyone. You can call yourself whatever the fuck you want. 100%, 100%. I don't care, but you cannot require, you cannot compel me to call you something that I don't believe in. Well, and and, and what bugged me about this questionnaire is why did you ask me my gender in the first place? Right. So the thing is, had you not asked me, I wouldn't have cared what you thought. Why are you collecting that information anyway? I care, but I, but I'm going to read it. No, no, screw you at that point. Yeah. 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 I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, and, and it's important to remember that up until the, the identity politics got really, really bad, it, every th- everyone needs to keep in mind that companies are amoral. 100%. They oh, yeah. exist 100%. for one reason only. They make money. They and, make money. And if yep. you can make them hurt as much as those that are being vocal claim to be hurting them, mm-hmm. they'll stop doing it. And in all honesty, I think that's what we're approaching right now. I believe we're going to get to the point to where lawsuits and boycotts and shit like that are going to get so bad that the companies are going to start taking the very purient view of we do not involve ourselves in politics. Right. We make product X the best way we know how. Mm-hmm. If you need if you are in need of that product, we encourage you to buy it. Our politics are immaterial. And it really, the biggest, I want to say the biggest, one of the earliest stories that I remember of it being big was Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And and I remember thinking to myself, if I involve myself in the politics of everything I buy and consume. I'll never buy anything. It would be my full-time job. Right. Having to try and figure out what I agree with and what what I disagree with. So do I need a chicken sandwich? Occasionally, yes. Mm-hmm. Do they sell a good one? 
Always, yes. yes. Do they treat me well when I'm there? Yes. Do okay, you get them my buy, pleasure? Then, you then do. I'll buy one there. Yeah. But anyway, my point was companies are amoral. Right. They, they just want your money. That's all it is. Well, you know, so I'm, I, I have become a big believer in if you, so Zig, Zig Ziglar, I think, said, if you want to get whatever you want, give other people exactly what they want. Yeah. You know, and life, and the successful life is one that serves your fellow man. Mm-hmm. That, that's the long and the short of it. If I, if I make everywhere I go better for my having been there, I'm a success. And I think that when you bring in like these emotional and intellectual contagions, you don't do that. Right. And you, it's, it's important to remember that what it is is a contagion. 100%. People, people are only repeating what they're being told. You know, they, they, I think, and, and what drives me crazy is there's never a, there's never more than a surface view of their belief. Yes, they believe everyone should be treated fairly. So if, if someone tells someone that, you know, ignoring someone's pronouns is not treating them fairly, there are very few people that will actually dig into that logic and question why someone would think that. They just say, okay, well, you're just being exclusive of people, so I'm going to exclude you from my life without honestly acknowledging the fact that they're doing the exact same thing. Well, I, 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 I think what happens with so much in life is that we take something that is good and we turn it into something that is very, very bad. So, for example, it, however anybody wants to self-identify is very much fine with me. You know, like, I, I wish to be X. God bless you, be X. But then it becomes, but I have to tell, I have to play along with this. I have to adopt your mindset about who you are. Right. And then it, be, and then it becomes bad. Yeah. So such that, And if, by the way, if you need my validation, how much that, could you possibly believe in it? Yeah. Like what? 100%. So, so like I, uh, like I, I'm surrounded by vegans. And um, not at the moment, right. thank God. No. But like, Thanks for let us know. I love, I love, I'll, I'll really appreciate that. <laughs> if you're a vegan, please let us know. So, but I, I love them because there's more meat for me, and God right. bless you. Right. Um, and that always stops there. I'm always very happy for them to be who they are. Right. Until I am a jerk. Right. Until you know. Until, until I have the, the bacon cheeseburger down the bag. I gotta make sure they know. Like yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, okay. Listen, so, if you need, you can bounce whenever you want. So, so hey, the, 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 this is not yeah. ideal radio, but Franklin DeGilio is presently walking out. We're looking at him awkwardly. I don't awkwardly, think it's Franklin. It's, awkwardly, isn't it, awkwardly, awkwardly. You, no, isn't it Francis? Indeed. No, no. Oh, no. What? Franklin? No, Frank. Just Frank. Frank. Well, to be perfectly yeah, frank, yeah. he's leaving the... Okay, very good. Hey, can I be Frank? I don't. <laughs> as, as long as I can be Josh. Surely you can be. <laughs> well, yeah, and I know at some point they want to leave because they want to hit the hot tub in the pool. Indeed, they do. Like that. Yes. But Michael is staying here. Nice. So he's actually sleeping right. Three more shows. I'm just kidding. That's right. Three more shows. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Indeed, dude. That was that's dude. That's so awesome. Like I've I've never besides Michael, I've never met anybody. Right. I mean, besides you know, besides your your father and your brother, and right. Um, but I've never really met anybody else who knew you as a. Small, small Mike. Yeah, no, he like he held me as a baby. That's one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And and honestly, we've been tight. I mean, as as long as I could have a conversation with him, because he's always been he's been exactly like that. He's always fun to be around. Yeah. Um. Should we wrap? I still can't picture you as a kid, man. I was. Yeah, I know. Should, we, I know. know. That's the fucking weird thing. Is that like? So I'm just saying. Like, I an, looked an, exa- at seven years old. I looked exactly like Matthew. 
Did you really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't blow up until I was like eight or nine years old. Okay. So a nice photo op would be Frankie holding Michael, like like, like, like <laughs> excuse me, baby. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I, probably a good time to call it then. So for the crossover, I'm Josh. I'm Mikey. Be good or be good at it. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Whatever. You, you fucked it up. Oh my god. <laughs> oh.